Yo, yo, yo. What's good? What's good, Addicts Gang? Today, we are hitting you with Joel and Shah Liam's NFC edition of this year's win totals and divisional winners. Everyone loves this episode last year. Quite successful last year, and we are running it back minus... Frank Sigalese, who really struggled last year, um, and minus Andrew, who will be lost with his over on the Eagles last year. But that is fine. Charlene, we can hold the fort for this year's 2023 edition. Are you ready? Are you prepared? How are you? Oh, that was an amazing intro, Joel. Welcome back. Haven't heard your lovely voice in a minute. Um, the, I think everyone just waits for this duo to 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 come back in the fold because that's that's what all the comments and all the twitters have been asking for the Joel and Shah betting show. So, um, they they like to win and good, you know that's a fair fair thing to 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 get involved with and that's what we're here for to bring the people what they want. Um, having a great day today. It's Saturday, Sunday. Uh, relaxing. I saw the bombers on Friday. That was fun. I was drunk. Um, I was having a laugh with with Frank and his family, and they were all sad and depressed. I don't know why. Um, it was weird. But um, I'm here now. I'm ready to go. Um, and ready to get into it. Hmm. Yeah, tough year for the bombers, but that's okay because we don't have to worry about them. We can worry no. about our season win totals. Sweating them each week, Charlene. Um, mm-hmm. look, we're gonna jump straight in to. I'm gonna, we're going to open with the big division, everyone's favourite division, the NFC East. Birds, boys, G-men, commie football team commanders. Um, let's start off right at the top. Highest win total in the league, tied with other teams. Those Philadelphia Eagles, Shalim, our Philadelphia Eagles of last year. 11 and a half wins for this season. Um. What's your first thoughts when you hear 11 and a half, Jalen Hurts and the gang running it back? Um, My thoughts are, uh, like, I wish they were still getting disrespected like they were last year. And, you know, we, I think everyone knows if you're an avid listener to the Addicts, um, you know, we, we're very high on the, uh, the birds. Um, Look, if you want to take them again and you want to go back, you know, go back into the, the, Go back behind the the Eagles. I can't fault you on it, um, because I can't see them, you know, coming back in another season after they've just lost the Super Bowl and and being worse, especially with the off season that they've had. Um, so I I wouldn't fault you. I, I I'm gonna take them if if I if I have to pick a division winner. Eleven and a half is is very high, but I don't think you have any uh any issues taking them like. The Cowboys and the the Giants, they're gonna, you know, they might split a game, maybe, if you're lucky. But um, I think they're just way above and beyond the 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 rest of these guys in the division. Even though it's pretty close after after them. Um, how are you feeling on on the Almighty Eagles, Joel? Okay, well, the key to this total is Philadelphia before their Week Ten bye. You're gonna have to stack the wins because shit gets hard after that. Before the bye, you get at New England, Minnesota at home, at Tampa, Washington at home, at the Rams, 
at the Jets, Miami at home, at Washington, and Dallas at home. You'd really need to stack probably at least six, and you'd be hoping seven um, to really hit this over because then you go straight to Kansas City, Buffalo, Niners, at Dallas, at Seahawks the next five weeks, which is where the mm. schedule really hardens up. Yeah. Um, but I think they will probably win seven of their first games. I, I sure. don't think it's that unreasonable for them to, you know, they might drop one at the Jets. The Dolphins could be a bit frisky. The Cowboys, obviously, division. New England is tough at home week one, but I don't know. I'm I'm probably I'm not comfortable enough to bet the eleven and a half, but I think it's more than fair, and I would be terrified to take an under, especially with the hot start this team could get off to. Yeah, nah. It's uh like as as much as there's some some of the games in the later part of the schedule that could go either way. Like if they end up winning those games, like you're not you're not going to be surprised at all. I just can't see this team going on, you know, even if they, you know, they have that uh, Chiefs, Bills, Niners, and then into the Cowboys straight after, like, I can't see them going 0-4. Like, as as hard as it is, as hard as those teams are, the, those teams, when when you come up on that, that part of the schedule, they're going to go either way. So even like a 2-2, two and two, you know, like that's the only part of the schedule I get a bit... Uh, I get a bit nervous with, but it completely depends. I completely agree with you with how, how they start. If they start like they did last year and they, they beat up on the teams that they should beat up on, um, then they, I think they should they should get it pretty pretty easily if they can get through that, that four or five game stretch with a, at least a positive record. Mm. Um, And I think the record will have something to do with the next team we are going to be talking about those dallas cowboys trey lance is new dallas cowboys yeah. we'll talk about that on another episode i am sure but um they are currently at nine and a half is their win total um and i think you would want if you were an eagles over to really want the cowboys pushing them the whole way um, yep. to really force these teams into, you know, this division being good and having, you know, multiple playoff teams and higher win totals across the board. Um, Dallas, nine and a half, sounds low. Um, I think this could easily be a 10-win football team. Um, return Dak Prescott, get a little bit more help from weapons, lose Ezekiel Elliott. The defense is returning most of the key members. Um yeah, I would lean and over here um, at nine and a half. Shalim, talk to me. Yeah, no, I, I, um, you know, that defense is is one of the best defenses in the NFL, and they're gonna rely on it. So I, I don't know what their offense is gonna bring to the table with uh, Mike McCarthy, you know, uh, taking over as as a play caller there. Um, but like I would. I would bet this uh this number at nine and a half. I think it's just a smidge too low. Um, you know, they do like to play down to their competition. So there, there's going to be games where they should win and and they won't because that's what the Cowboys do. But I think they should. You know, last year they they you know didn't have Dak 
for for a good period of time and they still they still had a, a great record. So if if everyone's healthy, Dak plays a full season and you know they got they bring back Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup's um a bit more healthier, they get rid of Zeke, um, lean on on Tony P. I think they're gonna I think they're not gonna do do great. This second place schedule kind of a bit dicey, like all right, the crossover divisions that these teams are all going to play against um, is the NFC, the NFC, the AFC East. And obviously that has New England, the Bills, the Jets, um, and the Dolphins. So that's like four relatively difficult teams to play against. Um you know, you're having really probably the two of the best divisions going at it, um, which is good for viewing, but, you know, it's harder to predict an over. Um, and then the opposite, um, the other crossover is that they also come against the the Niners um, division as well, where you also get the Cardinals, which helps. But, you know, Seattle aren't really a role, a pushover. Um and the Rams could be, you know, could be frisky, I guess. So um, the opposite to Philadelphia, this schedule sort of where Dallas are going to want to, you know, really flex their muscle and hit this total is sort of in between just, just after their bye. They get the Rams, then they get the Giants at home, Carolina at home, Washington at home. They'll be circling that middle of the schedule and hoping that they can sort of win four games in there. Um, start off strong with, you know, getting um, Arizona and the Giants, the Jets at home and New England at home in the first four games and sort of building up on that schedule late. Um, but, yeah, I just think they get to 10. I think they're a good team, Charlene. They're pretty well-rounded. They have a good offense, have a good defense. Coaching's questionable. Yep. They have good playmakers, better than they had last year. Yeah. Give me an over nine and a half. I like it, Joel. I like it. Hmm. Um, the New York Football Giants. Are you a believer, Charlene? Because if you're a believer, this total compared to what they were able to do last year is not very high at all. We're looking at a seven and a half win football team. Wow. Coming off winning a playoff game last year. Um they get Daniel Jones, they keep Saquon. They keep the coach. What, mm. um, like obviously they were good last year, and you know people weren't expecting that. But can they re like what's stopping the Giants from winning seven, from winning eight, being eight and nine? Yeah, I think the battle for this bottom end of the division is going to be extremely co- close, and because. I shouldn't be. I think it's kind of dumb to to be optimistic on the commanders. I I I would I would take the the Manders over over the Giants. I think they're going to have a bit of a, a hangover of last year. Um, they they did make some improvements. Like you know they 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 did um improve their their defense um over the off season. Um, but you know it's going to be in my opinion, really, really hard to replicate the season that they had last year. Eight wins is not much. Like, they can still go eight and nine, and I could lose this bet. Um, but I think if I had to bet, I'm not going to on these on these Giants because if they prove me wrong, it's fair enough. It's only eight games. Um, but I, 
I think that they're gonna they're gonna struggle this year. They their their schedule is still like even you think that you know they they finished third in the division that they'd have a, a bit of an easier schedule compared to the top two. They do have some lower end teams like they don't have to verse the, the Chiefs or you know the um the Bills or anything like that. But they do have like the Niners in their their schedule. They have to verse the Dolphins and then obviously they. They have the um the Cowboys the and the Eagles, uh and the Commanders. Um, but I think I'm gonna be a bit dumb here because I think anyone who's bet on the Commanders to to come through for you has has been a stupid bet. But I I'm I'm really optimistic on them um with how they're gonna play their season. So I which means it has to be a you know a bottom end team here, and I think it's gonna be the Giants. Yeah, I disagree. In Dayball, I trust. Fair enough. I think he is. They just play for him. They love him. He's they good. Do. He's getting this team to eight wins, regardless of whether you think Daniel Jones is good or bad. Daniel Jones wasn't that good last year. Um, yeah, <laughs> this team's getting to eight wins. I don't know how. I don't know. Like I can <laughs> see, I can see how. Like you know, they have you know games against Arizona. Um, obviously they get two against, you know, Washington that look, this is, this is a tough schedule. Um, yep. they get a third place schedule and because of that, they have to play at the saints later on in the year, who are probably the best team in that division, which we will get to, um, you know, they get a game at the Raiders. That's very winnable Seattle at home, um, jets at home in a New York battle. That'll be cool in week eight, but yeah. I just think this team will play for Brian Dayball. They are one of, if not the best coach teams in football. Um, and that matters. Over seven and a half wins. Fair enough. I can't, I can't fault you for it. Can't Tell me about the commanders and why they're going over six and a half. Um, it uh, does suck, you know, start the, the year. I think even though everyone's very optimistic, optimistic optimistic on uh um scary terry i think he's he's gonna at least if he doesn't miss he's not gonna play much in the week one um i just love what what they've done with in the off season i like the young players and how they're they've been developing i've 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 been you know i've been i haven't been hitting the hitting the books i've been just you know watching a lot of film on my guys in my dynasty team and um one of them is jahan dotson and so i've been around the commanders quite a bit um and uh, I don't know this Eric Bieniemy um hiring is I think is is huge, uh I think he's he's gonna bring bring uh, a lot of uh like a a different culture a winning culture to this this football team that's really needed like I think Ron Rivera is a bit out of touch with with um football you know nowadays I think the the game's getting a bit too too young for him and and bringing in Eric Bieniemy I think it's perfect they get you know a, a fourth place schedule um which which I love uh and I I just think that if if I had to bet on either the two bottom teams like I I know Dayball is um with the Giants and you kind of have to when you when you get to this part of the division you got to lean on on who's got the best coaching staff because I I can't I can't see too much difference between the rosters, um and I it completely depends on on if you're a Sam Howe believer as well, um and and I I think he's good enough to 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 at least get to to their their over so I'm gonna I'm gonna be betting betting on the the man to say. 
They do have to verse like the Bills. Um, they've got some weirdly e like you'd think it's an easy game, but they're 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 tougher than it looks for for a fourth place schedule. Like you you have the Falcons in there, and even though you you might think oh that's an easy win, like the Falcons are going to be a, a fairly good this year in my opinion. Um, they don't have like the the only team that you can really chalk up a win when it comes to the um the schedule is is the Cardinals, but they do start out the gate with the Cardinals and the the Broncos, and I'm not a big Broncos guy. Um, don't think many people are. Um, so I'm I'm all over this team. I I I think they're gonna be they're gonna finish third here. Their fourth place schedule has sort of gifted them. It has gifted them the Cardinals, but it's also gifted them a lot of other teams that probably will improve based on last year. Like, it's hard to yeah. think that the Rams are going to be any worse. It's hard to think yeah. that the Falcons are going to be any worse. Yeah. Uh, or the Denver Broncos are going to be any worse. So, you know, and obviously, as every team in this division, you have to play against the AFC East, um, which is very tough. And, you know, you get two games against Philly, two games against Dallas. Yeah. I think... The key to this is this schedule and, you know, hitting your over um, is, again, you're going to have to get these wins early because later on in the year you are um, at Dallas, Miami, bye. Then you're at the Rams, who, you know, could be good, could be bad, at the Jets, Niners, and Dallas to close. Um, and if they start slow, the tank could really be on here. Um, like, they might just roll over and die after week 12 so yeah fair enough but they every reason they could start off strong you get arizona week one that's one and oh more than likely then you get the broncos who could be bad um then a couple of weeks time you get the bears again um the falcons who you know we don't know um and obviously the key game of who's going to probably really suck in this division is, you know, week seven and week 11 in a five-week period, you get the Giants twice. So, yeah, I would lean an under um, just because I think the floor in this team is you could be getting um, Caleb Williams. But, yeah, I don't know if there's that much of a ceiling with this tough schedule to really get to seven wins. Yeah. Division winner, Charlene? Oh, the almighty Eagles. Yeah, it's it's hard to pick against the Eagles. Um and if yeah, you were the, gonna it's pick... a dollar it's a dollar eighty three, like yeah, I honestly think you're getting value, man. You think you're getting value? okay, yeah. I, I can see it. I just don't the problem with it is I don't think I could would want to bet anyone else. Yeah, exactly. And like as much as, you know, they have that um tough, you know, four or five week period. Um like betting eleven and a half compared to betting the division is very different. Like like the the Cowboys can still get to ten wins and and the Eagles can, you know, they can be at ten as well, but they could still win the division. Which I don't think they I don't think they're anything under eleven wins. I think I think that line is kind of perfect. Um so and I don't think any other team is in this division is getting eleven. So um, I'm honestly I'm all over that number. It's, even though it, you know it, so, it doesn't sound like you're getting value, it's under two dollars, but it's a dollar eighty. I don't. I think it's kind of ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know. It's just me. Mm. I yeah. The bet I would make from this division, and it sounds stupid, and we're probably going to get more knowledge on it when we um 
talk about the rest of the NFC is Giants at two dollars and sixty five to make the playoffs. Mm. I think I'm a Giants guy, Shalin. You are, you are, and hey, you know that they made us all believers last year. I'm still, you know, I I still want to take another team over them, even though it, I, I I said it before. I'm it's not smart. Um, I just I just think uh, there's a lot of games last year that you know you're like ah chalk that one up as a loss, and they somehow won it. I don't know. They remember that Ravens game? Like they they had no business winning that that type of game. Week, so, one like, at, week one at the Titans had no business winning that one. Oh, yeah, like, you know, and I just can't see it going their way this time. But if I'm wrong, uh, fair enough. Like, that, they got an amazing coach down there. I'm, I'm not going to not gonna fault them if, if they prove me wrong. Oh, you know. Right. $2, that, that's a good number, that $2. That $2 is, it's nice. I, I, they, they did it last year, so. And I don't know if the NFC is that strong. They're probably the next strongest division just because the other NFC powerhouse is here, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Look, I think they are 11 and a half um, over under the NFC West. Um, There's this division that we are moving on to. Um, Obviously, Niners, Seattle... Rams cards, it really could fall off a cliff, um, depending on if the Rams, we expect the Cardinals to be very bad. Seattle could be frisky, but the Niners, 11.5, um, they've lost Trey Lance. This is Brock Purdy or Sammy Scrambles' team. Yeah. Are they really getting to 12, Shalim, with that quarterback room? Oh, I mean... I don't think it's a. It's about the rest of the roster. Up, like, I understand you. You you still have questions about you know Purdy and stuff like that. You know he, I I he doesn't have too much more to prove to me. And I think that if if you got you know Kyle Shanahan as your your head coach, you're gonna you're gonna get to double digits with this division. Like you've already got two wins in the Cardinals, and then. I can't see Rams, you know, splitting. Like even when even when the Rams were the powerhouse, they they couldn't even you know um, uh, take two wins from this team. So I can't I can't imagine um, the Rams taking two wins. So it, like that that's uh, that's four already, um, and and that's why uh, Brock Purdy had such you know great luck when he when he first. Uh, started for this team, you know, man went undefeated. It's it, you just gotta you just gotta be a game manager. You don't have to do anything special. You just gotta let the rest of the team win the game for you because you got there's there's not really a position where you don't have a, almost you know a superstar at, on on the offensive side of the ball. Like from from the receivers to the running back to the tight end, even to the offensive line. Like it's ridiculous. If they actually had a quarterback, they would they would easily be be the favorites so I, I as much as i agree with you it is a question to be asked um they they can still get there a hundred percent so and i would i would bet the number who's to know that they don't have a quarterback either brock purdy showed nothing but being a winner um exactly. they could be four and oh at pit at the rams giants at home cardinals at home then they get dallas at home they always beat dallas 
Um, they do always beat Dallas. Then they have the Browns straight after into the Vikings. Yeah, they're, they're not beating the, they're not beating the, the only, Brown Dogs. Yeah, they're not beating the Brown Dogs. Yeah. Brown the, Dogs. Um, we'll get the, there. The, they don't even really have like a a stretch of games where you go, ooh, like because they always get they always get one good, like fairly easy team. Like you've got this one here, you got the the Bengals, the Jags, but then you get the Bucks. And then you got after that, and then you got the Seahawks, the Eagles, and then the Seahawks again. I guess that's the hardest part of their schedule because right after that you get the cards. So they every like th- you know, um, two game stretch where you're like, oh yeah, that's that's a fairly hard team. Then they back it up with the Cardinals or something like that. It's kind of for a first place schedule. It's it's not the yeah, and you the, get. You get Tampa Bay and that, and they're not a first place team anymore. Um, no, no. Then that's the the yeah. crossover um conference is with the conference division is the AFC North, uh, and that's four tough games. Like that's Pittsburgh, the Browns, who might not be that good, but you also get the Bengals and the Ravens, who are yeah. always good. So sure, sure. Those that are going to be a bit of the shine off. But um, look, it's really hard to take a under with San Francisco, you're really just betting on if, I think you're just betting on if Brock Purdy is competent this team is good enough to win 12 games around him. Yeah, for sure I, as as much as a Sammy uh, scrambles is you know, you don't want him to be your starting quarterback if something, if Brock was out for the year and he was the guy um, it'd, it'd take a lot for me to I wouldn't, I wouldn't probably take the bet but like they're most likely still gonna do it. Sammy scrambles is good for a four week period. A hundred percent. Then the wheels fall off. But if it, you know, yeah. if Brock Purdy does a no, hamstring or a something, four weeks of Sammy scrambles not the worst thing for this team. No, like that's a great pickup, and and they knew that, and that's why he, he won the QB two drop. I mean, Trey Lance is pretty pretty bad, but. Yeah. It is what it is. I, I like a, the pickup. Just being a pro, Sammy Scrambles. Chat is what I'm, I'm about. <laughs> All right. So the second team in this division is the Seattle Seahawks. Geno Smith, He he's writing again, Charlie. He just keeps yes, writing back. <laughs> Eight and a half. Um, is this a better than 500 football team? I think they might be, Charlie. I think they are too. Um, as mentioned, you get two games against the Rams. You get two games against the Cards. Um, they add Jackson Smith and Jigba. They add um to their defense. Um, with Witherspoon in the first round, corner and receiver are the strength of this football team. Um, look, they have weapons. They have playmakers. Um, I do. I. I don't not massive Pete Carroll guy, but he gets the best out of his players, and he always seems to be a, in a successful position. So it's really hard to take the under this team to be you know under five hundred and be the second best team in this division, which I think they will be. Um, Geno Smith is the wheel. Are the wheels going to fall off? Um no I'm 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 a huge believer in my, my guy Gino uh, you know you love cheering for guys like that and I'm not going to be the guy to to say that I don't believe in him I think he's more than a a competent quarterback 
um when especially when you have the, those type of weapons around you like this uh, you know i was just talking about the the niners and how they've surrounded brock with just weapons everywhere um it's it's pretty much the same thing they they're not as good um you know all round uh but that you know to have dk um tyler lockett and then also bring in um jsn and then you back it up with another you know a great r- pick up at the running back position with Zach Charbonnet already having Ken Walker like they've 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 given this man everything they've you know just just and they any have kind of option. they've yeah. hit on both offensive tackles too um oh exactly and that that's the biggest that's the biggest thing for a guy like that As, even though he's he can scramble and you know he can make plays um he doesn't need to you don't need to rely on him to to win you games, and just like what I was saying with with Brock, like the the guys around him will win it for you. And if the, if there is a game where he got, plays out of his mind, and he did have some games like that last year, that they won the game, you know. And that that that's all you can ask for from a guy like that. Their their schedule is not the easiest at all, which is why that that number is so. I guess it's so low for for a sec, second place team, because uh, you do have that that cross the division you have to play against. Even when you you know the easy easier games, I guess you can say is you you have the Titans on the schedule, um, you have the Rams, um, obviously the Cardinals there. You got the Carolina Panthers. Like last year, the the Panthers kind of they they. They came in, they they destroyed this team last year. So they they are gonna struggle with those type of games. I think that, you know, they're not easy wins. You can't just chalk them up. But there's games against good teams that if they won the game, you're not gonna be um surprised. So if they can just beat the teams that they're supposed to beat, they're gonna they've got a good chance to to get to nine. Nine is not a high number. Yeah, nine is borderline five hundred, which is why I'm going to hit an over on this team, and I think they are clearly the second-best team in this division. Um, For sure. The Rams, we're going to move on at six and a half. This, six and a half. This is where the hard-placed um, crossover AFC and you know the schedule is really going to play a part, in my opinion. Oh, hold um, on, hold on, quickly. Do they have a first-round pick next year? The LA Rams. Yeah. I believe so. I think okay. it's the first time they have one in like uh seven or eight seasons and they are in the play for Caleb if this goes bad, yes. Yeah, because it can go bad very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um look, they obviously are going to get back their quarterback, Matt Stafford. Um which, you know, obviously will help. But if you remember, this team was bad with Matt Stafford with last year. Um, the offensive line has not improved. They haven't improved anywhere, I don't think. No, they, they've, they will get... they've just lost they've just lost players. Yeah, they've lost Jalen Ramsey. Um they do return Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup, who, you know, were potential, you know potentially getting out of this team, but, um, you know, they came back for one more. The coach is obviously a strength, Sean McVay, but I think he could be coaching Caleb Williams next year if, you know, this goes bad. Um, Yeah, I just don't see them getting to 
seven wins. I just think they're really lacking talent across the board. I think they could be fun for fantasy. Um, you know, I think they're a team that could really get down um, and be like throwing their way back into games, but not actually yeah. winning them with their, you know, pretty average defense. Here's a fun activity for you, Charlie. Name one defensive player for the Rams that isn't Aaron Donald. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Um, well, that because they lost Bobby Wagner, didn't they? Yeah, he went. He went back to Seattle. Went back to Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got no idea. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm looking at the depth chart, and these could be. Is it, uh, they, they, could, like they a... could be made up. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I should probably know at least one, but yeah, no, nah, I, I do not. Mm. Anyway, yeah, that's and that's like very much part of the reason that I will be um taking an under on the LA Rams. Yeah, I, and to have a last I think place Jordan thing, Fuller. Jordan Fuller, is he good or am I thinking of a different Fuller? You're thinking of a different Fuller, Kyle Fuller? No, oh, yeah. Um, Byron Young is he good? No, nah, I've never heard of that guy. Uh, yeah, nah, there's yeah, that's that's it. I haven't heard of any of these other people. Well, the thing is about this team is you know, when you say you're getting Cooper Cup back and you're getting Matthew Stafford back and Aaron Donald, like Matthew Stafford has been a part of teams where they've being bottom five like he's not he he's a good quarterback and you know he's a super bowl champion but he he he's not a, a quarterback that will just come out and and win you uh a, a set of like four or five games just because of him because he's he's just not that that type of guy he's he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league for sure but he's been on so many different Detroit Lions teams where they were bad, like they were like bottom three, even when he had like, you know, Calvin Johnson. So, you know, if, if people, if people's argument is to say, oh, you know, you're getting Cooper Cup, you're getting Matthew Stafford, like they're from those top three, that, that rest of the list, it's a huge gap. And to say that, you know, when they versus the Cardinals, oh yeah, chalk that up as a win, as bad as they are, it's gonna be a good game. <laughs> like it's gonna be, it's gonna be closer than it should be. In well, my, like, in my, like that's how bad this list is. Let's get to the Cardinals because we keep bringing yeah. them up as the running mate with this bad Rams team. Yeah. Um, look, I that they're not favored to win any game the whole year. That is wild. Yeah, they're not. They're going to win a couple of games, but. To say they get their over under is four and a half. To say they're going to win five just hits the ear wrong. Um, that is gross. They're not winning five games. That that total has to it has to think Kyler Murray's going to play, and he's yeah. not. Yeah, well, yeah, I I for one don't think Kyler Murray's going to play. Do you think Kyler Murray's going to play? No, I want. He's on my dynasty team. I've I've actually got a lot of shares in Kyler Murray. And um, I don't want him to play. Hmm. 
Yeah, there's because... no point. There's no reason for it. Like I understand, like if if they were actually contending, he probably only missed like maybe first four games, maybe. So you can push him to come back, but there's no reason for it. And and if they want to go full tank and they want to go get Caleb, um, and they want to kind of move on from Kyler because you know he's he's hasn't been perfect. That's in the cards too. Like he could be moved halfway through the year, so um, it's not. It's definitely in the range of outcomes. They could go full, full tank. And, and they have two first-round picks. Yeah. They, they got two top five picks. It's fair enough. They Yeah, that's where I was going to go with this. They also have two bites of the cherry. Um, they could be picking one and two. Um, yeah. The only thing that where it could go bad and they might be, like, frisky late is the Texans are, like, the worst team in the league. And, you know... They can win, you know, they could be like three and 12 or whatever, and then like win in a game for like no reason at all, and then win another game for no reason at all, uh, yeah. and still get the 101 in the draft. But yeah, it's just, no, it's impossible. It's, it's not impossible, but even the schedule's hard. Like, you know, no, it's not a, it's not like a, these t- bottom two teams, they they don't have bottom two team schedules. It's no. it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, it sounds like gross and low-hanging fruit to pick on um, these two teams, but I'm picking on them. I think they just suck. Yeah, no, 100%. I can't – like, they should both um, think about really packing it in. Like, uh, uh, I don't know why Aaron Donald's doing this to himself. It doesn't make sense to me. And then for the cards, they just traded one of their best players for chips. Um, It doesn't make any sense. Division winner, it's got to be San Francisco. I know it's $1.53, but any value in Seattle at $3? You're hoping for like, you know, one of those 49er injury-riddled seasons for that to pay back to you. you know, and it's in the cards. So if you want to, you know, put a little bit on it, you can because it's only either these two teams. But you know, the 49ers are a dollar fifty for a reason. Mm. I yeah, I tend to agree. Um, yeah, moving on. We've been east. We've been west. Let's get to the NFC North. Frisky division, I'm using that word, I like it, because anyone could win this one. Um, let's start at the top. Everyone's second favourite team of last year, the Detroit Football Lions, nine and a half. This team has gained all the respect of everyone. Um, and they have the... This is the... Tied with the second highest win total in the NFC. Um, yeah, it seems high, but Charlie, do you like the Lions? Because I think everyone likes the Lions. Yeah, if you don't like the Lions, I think uh, you know you, something's wrong. Uh, you know, it's a bit weird to to hate on them. Uh, you know, you're gonna be a Packers fan or something like that. But they're just cool to to watch. They've always been fun ever since they you know. They got their their dog head coach. Um, that's that's my guy. But um, yeah, it, it's high, It's a high number to bet on the Detroit Lions because they're the Detroit Lions at the end of the day. Um, but 
there's no team I would rather want to win this division apart from them. Maybe the Bears would be fun because, you know, everyone likes um everyone likes Justin Fields. Uh but yeah, nine and a half. I need to win double digit games to get this over. It's hard for me to take it. Um they just gotta win the games that you need to win. Um and Jared Goff needs to be a lot better in in a way setting for them to to get this not only win the division but but get this number. Um, I, I'm not gonna bet it uh, as as much as I like this team and and you know they, they've got so many fun pieces. I think they're just they're, they're almost there. They're just not quite ready yet to 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 be the the one and only team here because it the rest of the teams are still. You know, um, they're still fine teams. They, but this is a this is a fairly um gross division. Uh, well, how do you feel about these lines, Joe? You mentioned Jared Goff. Like they do get a lot of dome games. Like their away games: Dallas is a dome, Vikings dome, Saints dome, Chargers dome. They get Kansas City outside week one. Weather's still going to be nice. Green Bay week four. Weather's going to be fine in Green Bay. Um, Tampa Bay, mm. Florida, beautiful. Yeah, Baltimore week seven, it's still probably okay. And then the only real weather game is probably Chicago week fourteen. Um, yep. it sounds it's gonna sound like real weird, and the line may not even change, but I kind of like to just watch him lose week one at Kansas City, and then bet the over of. Uh. Of maybe a fallen win total, or maybe get like a better line. What if they win? <laughs> then, 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 like it's a wash. Like I, I, I can't see him beating the Chiefs. Like no, nah, they're not. They're not beating the Chiefs week one. Uh, I, think in case... can, I think they can play him close, but like, no, it'll be a good game. It'll yeah. be a good game. No, nah, no one on this Detroit Lions defense is stopping that that team. That yeah. that, but for the NFL to put that as the first game on the schedule. It was I think it's awesome. Like it's gonna be, I honestly think it's gonna be a great game. Like even like I'd kind of hope they get waxed, so maybe the things drops to eight and a half, and then you know you get a couple of bounce backs at home to Seattle and Atlanta, and then you get like the Panthers, Tampa Bay, Green Bay. Those teams mm-hmm. all have significant question marks. Um, this division, you know, we'll get through the rest of it, but it's it's full of weird stuff like okay let's we like the lions i don't know if i bet an over and a half but i want to them and the vikings are they just going to like do a flip like are the vikings are the lions just going to be the new vikings and king of this you know king this division vikings eight and a half return pretty much everyone add jordan addison um Keep the mid-year signing TJ Hawkinson. They have Justin Jefferson. The defense probably sucks, but this is a 13-win football team that now has an eight and a half win total. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty and that, that's it at the bottom. At the end of the day, this is a 13-win football team that's now has eight and a half next to it. And I think I like the over. That's that's uh, fair. I the reason they do so they do they're so disrespected is because of how many I know wins. how many one score wins they had, but they could lose like half of those one score games and still get nine wins. 
And the thing to top that off is their first place schedule. Um, it's not very hard. Look, they have, they got the Bucks, they have the Panthers, they get the they do have the you know the, they have to verse the Niners and the Chiefs and stuff like that. But you also have the Falcons. You got the Broncos, the Saints. That's not the hardest game. You also have the Raiders on the schedule. Like you, you have some games where you're like, look, if I'm probably taking the other team because they have to verse some top tier teams because you have to if after you win that many games last year. But the drop off between those games, it, it's it's quite quite a massive um drop off because you go you verse the Bucks week one, then you verse the Eagles. And then you got the Chargers, so you could go one and two. But then you got the Panthers, and then you back it up with the Chiefs. But then you versus the Bears, so it's they they're gonna they're gonna go um back and forth with you know positive and negative um win win total uh, win record. But um, I'm I'm smashing the overs as well. Like it's it's pretty it's pretty weird and ridiculous how how bad they've completely just you know um the the betting's gone off of them like it's it's not like they they lost a huge you know it's they didn't lose like jetters or something like that their, their defense sucks but they just made their offense even better it's 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 weird the the only thing that i really really like about this team is with how bad their defense is their offense and fantasy football wise is going to be awesome it's going to be through um you know three four guys and the quarterback never runs the ball um it's just going to be it's just going to it's almost going to be like tom brady last year except they're going to be good <laughs> yeah. like it's uh you know like kirk cousins is not he, he he's going to be a lot better than tom brady was last year yeah i agree um like Kirk Cousins is the best quarterback in this division. Yes, no. Uh yeah. I mean, de- depends how big of a step Fields can take with his weapons around him, but it, that's not a big call at all. Hmm. Like I agree. Like the you know the but the wheels could just fall from under the Vikings. All the good luck could turn into bad luck. But you know the coaches. That was his first season as a head coach. Um. Hmm. Fair to say there could be improvement um, in some decision-making. Like, some games, they just got absolutely blown out of the water. Um, and, like, you know, I'm all for going for fourth downs, but, you know, they went for a couple in their own territory and it backfired and, you know, fans start, you know, booing and the momentum just, you know, turns you know turns the opposite direction. But, you know, the... They can be up and down and just all they have to do is finish slightly up, win nine, um, be nine and eight, and, you know, they're in. Um, I think one of these teams, Lions and Vikings, is going to hit the over and one of them is going to hit the under and I just have no idea which is which. And I lean the Vikings just because I get a free game, eight and a half compared to nine. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree, I agree. And, you know, if... It's not out of the um as as much as these teams are fairly close in 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 rosters um and and the the gap between each of them is is not that that's that big uh if you can if you can 
um, take two games from from the 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 other two teams in the division. I uh, you have a really good chance, and that's where it, it kind of all lies on because the easy games you should win. Like you know, the Vikings are the the type of team to play down uh, to their competition, but to have an extra game on on the Lions who do the exact same thing is. I think it's it's huge. Uh, the The difference between the Lions and the Vikings, it's it, how can you say it's it's um that much different? It's just the hype and the expectation that these Lions have is what's, and then also the store, you know, the storyline of how the Vikings won like a million one score games. That's what, that's why this is like, that's why they they're so close together. But I'm 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 all for the Vikings as well. Like. That it it's not going to be hard for them. I I honestly don't think they're almost like the same. They have like an immobile quarterback that's good at throwing. They aren't really that run heavy. Both of these teams they have questionable defense and great weapons. Yeah, I don't know. This division confuses me because like it doesn't get any clearer the further we move down. The Packers have a seven and a half win total, and I cannot remember the last time the Packers were bad. And I know it's because they had Aaron Rodgers, but maybe a winning franchise is just a winning franchise. Exactly. Um, do you have a lean on the Pack attack? Uh, it's it's weird. This team is so hard to um, judge. Like um, I don't, I don't think they're good. No, that I don't think they are. Like, even when they had Aaron Rodgers last year, they weren't good. Like, you just they they just had the 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 Packers um, stink around them, which is what what why you wanted to to take the overs on 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 the games and and things like that. But this list isn't um wasn't amazing last year, and they did have Aaron Rodgers. Like he's. He's probably not the same type of player he he used to be, but he's still he, he's still the reason why they they won the games that they did win, and I can't see Jordan Love stepping into that role and completely taking it over. He's looked great. I don't think anyone's gonna you know sit here and say he hasn't looked good, but um, I I don't think as as much as people like to say that this list is better than than you think it is, I I. I don't think it's competing with the other three teams. Like they're only going to win games because of the way that this team is built and how they coach. And, but if they finish last, I don't think anyone's going to be uh, too um, like um, they're not going to be yeah too shocked by it. That's the, that's the word. What but, if they um, finish first or last? Like yeah, I'm not surprised either way. That's why it's so hard to judge this team because you're not surprised either way. You're not surprised if they finish in the middle. And that's why it's hard to to make a bet on a team like this because they're not bad enough to be like, I don't want anything to do with them. And then they're not good enough to to want to back them. So I, I'm going to just stay clear of this team because whatever they do, I'm not going to be shocked by it. Um, but I can't really see them them being too too good of a team like they're gonna they're gonna just linger and they're gonna you know give give teams a really good game each and every week i i, I honestly think uh but they're i don't think that they're, they're good enough to 
to really compete with, with anything. The only reason they'll they'll win the division is because the other teams lose it for themselves. Because that's that's kind of the what what those teams have been known to do. How many playoff? This is where I was going with the Giants chat. How many playoff teams are coming out of the NFC North? How many Giants? What? What? When I want to bet the Giants to make the playoffs yeah. earlier in the podcast, I presume the Eagles and Cowboys will both make it. That's one wild card. Obviously, there's two more wild cards to come along. Is there a wild card team in this division? So you're going to have the division winner, and is any other team making the playoffs? Yeah, I think it's like, I think because we're both Vikings guys. It's going to be hard to kind of say it's not the Lions, but if I'm going to take, if I want to take te- a team with value uh, to make a really big jump, I I'll, I really want to take the Bears. Oh, okay. Let's move on to the Bears then. Seven and yeah. a half. You bet in the over. I, I want to. It's only eight games. They got a, they have a division where it's very wide open. Um, they've they've made a lot of good moves in the off season, and if Justin Fields can take a big jump, um, I I can see it. Uh, everyone, you know, everyone is kind of wanting it to happen, and they think it is going to happen. Um, and and with the money they spent, and and the, the draft picks that they have taken, and also that big trade of DJ for DJ Moore, like that, I, I'm honestly really looking forward to watching this team. I really think that they. I've got some fairly high expectations for him. I'm kind of doing the same thing as I did with the commanders, I guess. Uh, but they kind of have more of a, they, they definitely have more of a chance. There's no big, you know, um, tough team. They have to fight for the top of the division. So like, I'm, I'm going to put like a sneaky, you know, division win because they're paying $5 um, at for the bears. So I, I really want to take it. Um, the hard thing about this division is that I, I think it's so wide open. You're not going to be shocked at whoever, whoever gets in, who doesn't like, but, um, yeah, I, I, you're banking on Justin Fields to take a huge step forward and really become a top tier, you know, elite quarterback. And, and I think it's, it's well in the range of outcomes. Yeah, I tend to agree. Um, the only thing that would terrify me of the Bears is this is the team that had the number one overall pick in last year's draft, and now you yep. are banking on them going. I mean, eight games wins it, but like, if you're betting on you, realistically, you think they're going to be better than a five. They're going to be a five hundred or around five hundred. Um, yeah, that's a big jump. Um, it is, and I think they do have the potential to make a big jump, especially with you know a young high upside quarterback who could be really good. Um, they've given him weapons. Um, the defense is, you know, young and improving. The whole roster is young and improving. Uh, they spent a lot in free agency. Um, you know, they could be good. And this division probably gets significantly worse with the loss of Aaron Rodgers, who, you know, owned the bears and all yep. his life he'd owned the bears. So, you know, <laughs> that'll be a fun week one matchup. Anyway, I'm looking forward to it, Pack Bears. Um, hmm. You like Bears division, the, you know, team worst to first? 
Uh, I do. I, I like that bet only because you're getting so much value and it's it's the only division I think that the last plate like the last place team last year with the you know the the betting odds and favorites and things like that is they got the best chance at it. I don't think out of the team the divisions that we've just gone through have the same type of um have the same type of uh value there apart from you can probably say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers but then still not uh that we're we're gonna get into but that that um you know provide this much value uh, in my opinion yeah I yeah agree um speaking of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers we've been north let's finish it off down south is this division the worst division in football? That wasn't rhetorical. I want an answer. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what happened. Did you hear my question? Is this division the worst division in football? Talking about the South, which is going to close us out? Yes. Yes, it is. Really? Better than, uh, worse than Jags, Colts, Titans? Um, oh, Texans. That one is gross as well. Oh, well, let's run through it. Saints, yes. new quarterback Derek Carr benched by the Raiders. Weird areas, but they did it. Um, nine and a half. Now, this division and everyone in the division basically has the softest schedule in the league because the crossover is with that um sorry I'm just finding the Saints schedule um bear with me yeah all good all right cuz this division does cross over with the aforementioned other worst division in league so you get Tennessee you get Houston you get Jacksonville who are good and you get the Titans oh no mm. Titans well I think I doubled up on Titans but Titans, Colts, same team. They're both bad. Everyone gets to play both all the other teams in this division twice and the teams in that division. And the Saints also don't have a first-place schedule. Um, I kind of see why this total is so high at 9.5, even though it sounds very high at 9.5. And, and all you really get is a slight upgrade at quarterback, depending on how good you think Derek Carr is. Yep, completely agree. Um, they they've done what have they've hardly done anything in the off season except for pick him up. I, he's a, definitely an upgrade from Andy Dalton slash Jameis Winston. So, um, I definitely think they're going to be a lot better and you know a lot more competent with the quarterback position. But Derek Carr's not really, you know, he's not a really a winner. So, but he's not really a loser like. Every no. other Saints quarterback post Drew Brees. Yes. And that this is their best quarterback since then. Um, I think they have definitely way better of a chance than they did last year. I know you hated them last year. Yeah, I hate I just yeah. don't like the Saints in general, but I can see the appeal with Derek Carr. Yeah, I, I can too. I think they're going to be, be in a lot more games. Because they're not going to be they they have to rely on the quarterback position. Not one of those teams that they you can't um, with the rest of their roster. I think you know Chris Alave is going to take a a a big jump as well. 
Um, and it's just, uh, I just don't know if I want to take that type of, of bet myself. Uh, I would probably be looking at, I want to take the unders, but then when you go through the schedule, it's really hard to take it. Every because, every every team in this division is going to have a soft schedule. Yes, that you're going to look thing. at it and you're going to go, oh, all those teams suck. Yeah, and they do. Yeah, no, hundred percent, one hundred percent. I think because it's so high, I'll, I'll probably I'll probably take the under though. Hmm, I can see it. Um, Falcons eight and a half is the total we're going to talk about. But there are seven and a halfs out there. Um, if you do like that and can go hunting around the sports booking world, um, I like the Falcons. I think they're going to be good, and I think because of their schedule, they're going to be good. I think they're potentially the best coached team in this division, even though nobody likes Arthur Smith. Um, I think he's going to be good. I think B. John Robinson's going to be good. I don't know if Desmond Ritter's going to be good, but I don't care if Desmond Ritter's good because if Desmond Ritter sucks, Taylor Heineke's going to come in and he, despite being really bad, has this whole thing where he wins games. And yeah, he does. Yeah, and he's not good. Like, he sucks. Like, he's a backup quarterback, no better than, like, Sam Darnold. But, like, this guy just, I don't know, it's like the whole they rally around him, man, and they fight for Taylor Heineke. Like it's all crap, but <laughs> it's like a weird thing. Um, I think they can start off strong. Two home games against Carolina, Green Bay. Then they get you know Detroit and Jacksonville, but then you know they come straight back with the Texans and Washington. Um, and then they get Tampa Bay and Tennessee. If they're four and four after eight weeks, that's probably mediocre start and they're you know they're halfway there to that seven and a half win total and they've still got a game against Arizona to come so I like it I like the over um worst case is this team starts off really bad and you get Taylor Heineke and then shit gets frisky and you still can hit Nova yeah um this is why we me and you do this show because we we agree with majority of the things that um that we say you hate uh, the which... falcons no no i'm i'm all this is one of my favorite teams right. this is i love these falcons it's not the the thing the reason why is they were so annoying last year they were never out of games they should have sucked but they were just always there they were the they were the king of the line and I hope people like remember this. Like every time you you were like you saw the Falcons on the, on your next game, and you you know you were the Chiefs, you were you know one of the better teams in the league. You're the Eagles. You're like, yeah, give me this line, this easy line. This is an easy game. And every single time, majority of the time, compared to like the end of the year, they they just did things they had no business of doing, and their action and with how their off season just went. They've improved out of sight. I think that in order to to win the division, to actually go that one step forward and and do that, that Desmond Ritter does need to be more like at least above average, which is a huge bet. 
Um, but if he can be, they they're gonna make the playoffs. I, I honestly think that and and they're gonna be a good team. Like um they're gonna run the ball. It's gonna be all through Bijan and Bijan is a superstar. He's gonna be uh one of the better running backs um for the years to come. Uh yeah. I, I honestly think this team is going to be really, really good. They're going to have a huge improvement. Uh, their wide receiver room still sucks. Um, Kyle Pitts is still going to not be amazing. Like you, you're still waiting for Kyle Pitts to turn into Travis Kelce already, but it's not going to be this year. Um, they're going to be a very low, low passing volume offense. But you know, if their defense has improved, they've they've had some huge pickups. They got Jesse Bates from the the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, they picked up um Jeff Okuda. He's their third string cornerback. Like, um, their their cornerback room is is really good. They got AJ Terrell. Um, and then uh, you obviously have you know Grady Jarrett on the on the D line, and they picked up um Calais Campbell as well. Um, this defense is low key good. Um, I I they're gonna bank on their run game and and win games with their defense. They don't need Desmond Ritter to be anything special, but I think if they want to take that one step further, he needs to be above average. And then also, if he sucks, what Joel said, um Taylor Heineke is going to win. He's a winner. <laughs> I don't I don't know how. He just wins games. So um th- and that's why he's the perfect backup in my opinion. I'm going to bet the overs. I'm going to bet them to win the division. Like, this is my my favorite team, my favorite team here. The only way this goes bad is if they start slow and then, like, not so slow where, like, Heineke has to come in, but, like, where this team goes, shit, Ritter's not it. We have Heineke. I want to – they want to see out Ritter. And then they think late in the year, we're not going to make the playoffs – we really like to look at some of these quarterbacks in the 2024 class and like, you know, not saying teams tank, but they might try a little less harder than others. Um, but I don't know. I like the other situation. I think the other situation is more likely where, you know, Heineke comes in and is good. And like, you know, where that's the worst case scenario. That's the scenario where Desmond Ritter is awful. Um, and you, saying that they have a sneaky good defense. The Falcons haven't had a sneaky good defense in the last since they made the Super Bowl. So um yeah, I like it. And if you can get it at seven and a half, I love it. Oh, I'm gonna be searching. I'm gonna be fiending for that. Because even if you know you you bet on them to win the division and to make the playoffs, honestly eight eight wins is more than enough. Like you saw it last year. Panthers have Bryce Young now which is good for them. Yeah. Seven and a half is their win total. Um, I don't think as a rookie, he's the best quarterback in the division, but I think he will be. Um, they don't have their first round pick, so there is no incentive for this team to roll over and die. Yep. Can Bryce get him to eight wins? He Frank Reich? Can. You like, like him. You always like oh, him. I do like I do like Frank Wright. I do and and they gave they had a lot of things, you know, uh, positive things that came out of last season, just like the Falcons. Like Panthers defense teams, sneaky good. That say just like the Falcons. Like these two are very similar. Um and the Panthers and the Falcons did the exact same thing last year. They 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 ran the ball, 
majority of the time and and try to win their their games through their defense, which is that what exactly what they're going to do this year. Um, they don't, you know, they don't have Bijan Robinson, you know, like the Falcons do, but that they, they had Deonta Smith and Chuba Hubbard out the backfield last year. Um, um, so they did upgrade. Um, with the Miles Sanders, he's not you know the greatest running back in the world, but he's still better than those two. Uh, so I I think that they're going to be sneaky good. I think that these three teams that we just listed out are all going to be fighting for eight wins. So to um to to have these guys win eight games or nine games and make the playoffs, I'm not going to be surprised either. I, just Bryce Young's going to have to to play pretty well. Uh, I mean, they they almost made the playoffs last year with 500 different quarterbacks back there. So it's he doesn't need to be a world beater to do that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I, do, I do like this team. They're, they're young, they're fun, and uh, the, I think they got a, a really nice future ahead. Uh, but I'm not going to be betting on them. Yeah, I thought I'd be in on the Falcons, but I look at this and it's just like, their first six games is Atlanta, who we just said is going to be good. The Saints, who are probably going to improve. Seattle, at Seattle, who we like. The Vikings, who people hate them, but I still think they're... I'm a believer. At Detroit, at Miami, bye. They could yeah, be they, one and five. They really could. They could be two and four, I guess, but they could be 0 and six. Like. Yeah, it's really... it's. Damn man, and then and then you come out and you get the Texans, which is great, and the Colts, which is not too bad. Then you get the Bears, the Cowboys, the Titans. They really have would have to surge post by, which they could with a rookie quarterback who you know has that first gets six enough. games. Yeah, it gets yeah. better as the year goes on. The schedule opens up as the year goes on. Maybe like maybe this is a wait for week six, wait for the bye, and then bet on the Panthers to really like beat whatever win total the line says after week eight, after week seven coming out of their buy. I might write that yeah. down and do it. Cause this team <laughs> has no incentive to roll over. They don't have their That's, first round pick. For sure. For sure. And That's like, the biggest know, thing. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. I'm going to put that in my phone. I'm going to do it. After week seven, I'm going to bet on the Panthers over whatever their win total currently is at that point. It'd be really cool. To... Presuming they start off bad and they're not like, you know, four and two or three and three or some weird shit and they're not like good. Yeah, yeah. It'd be pretty cool if they were like 0 oh, and six. <laughs> yeah, and then their win totals like two and a half or something, and everyone thinks they're the worst team in the league. And yeah, or even if their totals like three and a half, like I think they can win four of the last ten games. Anyway. Um, I don't think they're really in contention to win the division and go over this seven and a half with a rookie quarterback, but I can see the appeal. I'd much prefer Saints and Falcons and like I don't know, what well, the Bucks. They're the fourth team in this division. They have been the best while they had Tom Brady. They lose Tom Brady. They get Baker. This is Hey not a pro Baker podcast unless you want it to be a pro Baker podcast. <laughs> no I'm good. Okay, that's good to know. Um, he is dangerous, but that could be ugly. Um, 
six and a half. They have good weapons and they probably have an older but still talented defense, I guess. Baker, mm. he's a real locker room guy. Yeah. He, you know, wears a headband and gets around yeah, he, it. So, you know. Yeah. He, he does. He did that cool thing for the Rams. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. He, you know, think... back in back when he was in college, he was great. Yeah, yeah. Back when, you know, rookie season, Baker. Oh, couldn't stop him. Um, is the team around Baker good enough to win seven games? Or is this team like Caleb Williams bound? They should be, but they're not going to be. I, th- I think they, they expect them to still be good. That everything that I've heard, you know, out of camp and everything like that, like Mike Evans still wants to get his get thousand yards, yards and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so they're going to be trying. So it's, it, I, uh, if I was a Bucks fan, I would just be like, I'm ready to just pack it up, reset, and let's, let's, let's go through the draft and, and, you know, get get some get some assets from these you know older older players on our roster because this division's kind of you know it's it's definitely a division you can win but you don't want to you're just going to get bounced anyway uh, you don't really have a chance at actually winning the whole thing but i don't know i'm not, we're not nfl owners so i i don't really i don't really know how they want to work it but they all have hope and they all have expectations that baker's going to be good enough to to win and I I would love for him to be good. It would be pretty cool story. I mean that Rams game was awesome. I did watch that and that was sick, but uh it's he he ha- did the exact same thing with the Panthers. People hyped him up and you know it's it's not the same weapons. You get you know you actually get some really solid weapons here. I think he's gonna be okay but he's not going to do anything special. If he's benched by, you know, halfway through the year, not going to be surprised. Maybe after the Buffalo game in week eight. He gets benched? Yeah. Yeah. They they should really think about what point in the season they should just pack it up because well, there's no point. There really isn't. Like, I don't know. That's the problem. Like, if I was his team's GM or whatever, we'd be where Caleb Williams hunting, but you know, these teams think they can still do it. And the Bucks, like, they, you know, maybe they've turned it around. Maybe they're doing like a winning franchise again. But I, know, I remember this team before they had Tom Brady and they were bad. And I think they're going to be pretty bad after Big Tom. So that is true. But like, you know, I can see them with, you know, that old, you know, a lot of the Super Bowl winning roster is still like here. So yeah. Like I can, they're gonna yeah. be in games. There's there's games that they're gonna verse teams. They're gonna get a smacked because they have a first place schedule. Mm. But like they get gonna, Vikings, they... Philly, at Saints, Detroit, Atlanta, Buffalo, um, yeah. all in the first these... you know eight games. So mm. yeah, like these the the teams that you have that you're like oh I, I really want them to 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 come in and and beat down on these Falcons ah uh, these bucks they're not going to they're going to have they're going to have some some games where they're close and they actually win like they're they're one of the better bottom teams like as you can tell they've got seven and a half game is it seven and a half six and a half six and a half game um over under so they're they're definitely going to compete um division winner um my falcons your falcons our falcons that's 
I mean, uh, you can have the Falcons. I'll have the Giants, but um, I like both. Yeah, the, I, I, I like both too. I, I've taken both, like two, like some some weird teams that I normally wouldn't. But this year's very open for this uh, conference because there's like you know four teams, and then the rest is just so far away. Hmm. Yeah. So, in closing, Shalim, your favorite NFC future win total slash division winner bets. Hit the listeners. Hit me with the winners. All right. My division winners are Philadelphia Eagles at $1.83. The uh, San Francisco 49ers at $1.53. And then I've got the uh, Chicago Bears at $5. And then to finish it off, I've got the Atlanta Falcons at $3. Favorite Um, bets. My favorite bets. Want your favorite bets. All right. As many as you feel comfortable giving out. Yeah, yeah, all right. Oh uh, well, for my favorite bets for the uh, division winners, um, I I can't I can't get over the Philadelphia Eagles at a dollar eighty three, um, and then uh, I really like the Bears just to put you know something something small on it, like twenty bucks on the Bears if they win, it's definitely in the range of outcomes, and I love my Falcons at three dollars, um, but for my over under winners. I love the Cardinals. I'm bullying them into under four and a half wins at a dollar seventy-two. Um, I like the uh Dallas Cowboys to win over nine and a half games. Oh wait, no. I like that bet, but it, I would put it in a multi at a dollar fifty-seven. Um, I also like the uh the back-to-back same division forty-nineers. Uh, ten and a half win over and over for the Seattle Seahawks, um, in a in a little multi as well, um, and then uh, my my favorite with the most uh I guess value would be the Commanders over six and a half wins at a dollar ninety one. What about the Falcons? The Falcons are not paying much, so okay. if I don't, yeah, that's why they're not in my favorite bets. Um, I like. Did I say the Bears at a, over seven and a half at dollar seventy two? I like that as well. All right. Well, my favorite. I'm look. I don't love the NFC. I think it's a pretty average division with a lot of question marks at quarterbacks. Um. There's not much. Like, I don't know. I just don't know if there's much talent across the NFC, and because of that, I'm gonna get you know, weird in a few of these spots. I like the Giants at seven and a half over. Um, I think Rams, especially if you can find a seven and a half, but look, even the six and a half under, I just don't think they're very good. Um, I kind of, like, I'm probably not going to bet it, so I'm not going to give it out. No. Falcons, I will bet that one over seven and a half. I like that. Uh, and one I am looking out for is Panthers post buy. If I can catch like you know a really fallen number on maybe a team that started off poorly, 
I think they will improve with that schedule later on down the stretch. And I'll be looking to take their over on a reduced number that has fallen. Um, and because of this, you know, the uh, whole conference is so bad, I like the Giants to make the playoffs. The Giants are going to be my team this year. I like it. I don't know why. I don't even like the Giants. I like the Eagles. <laughs> and I like Dallas too. You do, actually. You, you, you like that division. Yeah. I just like, yeah. Three playoff teams are coming out of the NFC East again. As weird as that sounds, it's gonna happen. And I, you know, I think I think the commies are shit. I'm off them, Charlene. They're your yeah. team. You can have the commies, and I'll have the Giants. All right, sounds good. Well, my 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 team this year is the Falcons. Like um, last year, we love the um, we love the Eagles and we love the Jets. Um, so this year, my two teams on this um in this conference is the Falcons and the commies. Oh, but. Eagles will forever be my number one. They're just better. Yeah, they are pretty great. Just better than you. Right. I don't know how many teams I hate in this conference either. Nah, I really, I like, I feel like I'm bullying, but like four and a half wins for the Cards is ridiculous. Jeez. Man hates the Cardinals. How do they win five games? How? Tell me how. It's more likely they win five. Uh, they don't win one game, than they win five games. Hot, hot take. They're gonna be like eating words when they beat the commies week one. You look like <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I'm gonna look like that would be so funny. That would be so funny. There's not a better team for my commies to start off the year than the the cards though. But if they lose that game, then I'm gonna look silly. <laughs> On that note, um, we will be back soon with the AFC version of this show. Um, we never plug the socials, but follow the Fantasy Addicts podcast on Twitter at the FB Addicts on Instagram at the Fantasy Addicts. Charlene, lovely to talk to you as always. This episode will help me, you, and the listeners make some cash this year. Um, Yeah, I will see you soon. Have a lovely evening. Good luck at basketball tonight. Thank you. Uh, We're in finals, guys, so make sure you're tuning in. It's going to be on ESPN, so uh, make sure you flick it on the the television and and bet on uh, the, the Eagles to win their basketball game tonight. You guys Frank, Eagles. Yeah. Frank over under. What why uh one missed layup. I'll take the overs. <laughs> I had this dime, like this dime to him last week. It, it, he's really good for some reason at cutting to the basket and no one like I don't know if it's because they just don't care that he's there. <laughs> but like you'll drive to the rim and like you'll make this cool pass there's like three guys in the under the basket because it's um basketball in australia and then and then frank is wide open and you dime him up couldn't be better last week right under it all you gotta do is either just pop it in or use that backboard but for someone like frank please use the backboard and this man has airballed the layup <laughs> I'm glad we concluded. Uh, shout that. out to Frank Sigley, mm. owner and founder of 
this magical, magical podcast. Um, yes, sir. All right. Um, what what are we hitting the listeners with now when we leave? Um. Oh, what was it? Oh, what did he, what did Andrew say? We're gonna fuck it up. Embrace the it's like conquer that's conquer conquer. That's it. That's it. Conquer the day and shall yeah. conquer your basketball conquer tonight. The day. All right. What's the Peace. Falcons hashtag? The Falcons yeah. hashtag. Yeah, is it rise up or something? Yeah. Hashtag rise up. That will do us. Have a lovely day, listeners. Thank you.